How about it, guys? How about it? Welcome to the podcast. Okay, we are Bajasin. My name is Huicho Lopez. Bajasin.com is just a place where you're going to be amazed at the amount of things that you could do in TJ. Okay, this episode and every episode of the podcast is brought to you or sponsored by Café Sura Norte. Café Sura Norte is a, a micro-roasting operation out of their shop on uh, Avenida Negrete between 9th and 8th. And who are these guys, you may ask? Okay, well, these guys are badass. They're, you know, if not the best coffee in town, one of the best. I certainly like it, and there's a probability that you already tasted their coffee because they sell to some of the gourmet restaurants. If you come down to TJ to have a, a great meal and experience the culinary uh, proposals that we have here, you probably had it, dude. They sell to some of the best restaurants and coffee shops in town. So how do they come up with such great product? Okay, these guys, these guys go to the source. They only buy at uh, fincas, which is like a coffee plantation. It translates to the fincas cafetaleras in the state of Chiapas and Oaxaca and Puebla with this mom-and-pop operations. You know, there's, there's a family-operated uh, coffee-growing uh, operation. So uh, they make deals. Dude. They, they buy from 400 kilos to 1,200 kilos from here and there. And, uh, and they bring them to their shop in uh, TJ. They throw them in this big-ass roasting machine that they have that's numerically controlled. It looks from the 24th century, the fucking machine. And um, once they, they are happy with the, with, with the roasting, it could be medium or three-quarters, whatever, they do a tasting, and then if they're satisfied with the product, they bag it and they ship it. Okay, but... You can buy, uh, you know, a couple of kilos at their shop. You can do some coffee tasting there. You can buy a cup of coffee. You can do a tasting. And they're just a badass operation. you you got to come down and taste it. Visit their website. You know, they're, 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 they're on cafesuranorte.com. They have a Facebook page. So, Alex, uh, if, you, if, you want, uh, if you want to, 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 to give you a personalized tasting, you know, just get a hold of Alex. He's a cool dude. All righty. Let's read. Let's get ready for the podcast. Baby boomers, millennials, hipsters, we're here, we're rocking and rolling. Welcome to the podcast. The Baja Scene podcast is going to be uploaded every weekend, so you're going to find something new, something awesome. It is always going to be directed to promote the awesome propositions that we have on uh, everything, eating, drinking, and having fun in TJ or anywhere in the Baja. Okay, we are proud to have today Giovanni Brasea. Uh, he is, uh, without a doubt, you know, one of the 
greatest uh, entrepreneurs in the culinary industry. He's at uh, Telefonica Gastro Park right now. He does catering. He does a lot of things. The guy has an awesome uh, background uh, without any further. Come on, Chef, tell us about you. <laughs> Thanks so much for the flowers and the, and the whole stuff. Thanks so much. Uh, it's it's it almost said Geo the the song it's it's hey Joe it's hey Geo <laughs> almost almost hey Geo uh yeah the whole thing over here right now it's really amazing the food scene right now it's 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 booming it's like really something like really big it's 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 happening finally uh, it took a couple of years from great chefs that came before us uh for trying to do this do this do this just just trying to promote Baja California. And Tijuana right now, so it's it's, it's for us, uh, it's been amazing. And for me, uh, I can't tell you about me. It's about a lot of things. It's probably gonna take longer than two hours or so. No, I'm <laughs> it's gonna take a while. No, I, when I was a, when I was my my story's not like the classic one that I was that I grew up in a kitchen and uh, I learned from my aunt and my mom and my grandmom and the whole thing. I never cooked at all, never. I never, the only thing that I ate was quesadillas and with frijoles and that's right. about it, right? Quesadillas beans and that's it. But probably till I was like 12 or 13, I don't know, I didn't eat at all. Uh, finally, I started eating, that's good, because I grew up and I was in football, so I needed to eat a lot and do a lot of exercise. So I started doing that, and then uh, after that, it's it's just kept rolling and rolling and rolling, uh, probably... I started cooking until I was like probably like 18 or so. It's, right. it's it after I got out of high school. Uh, uh, I did a I tried to do a semester over in, in Europe. I couldn't because a lot of things happened. But I did two months in Europe, so I had to change the whole trip. And I, I, I changed my dateline or my my uh, my entry to school. Uh, the uh, I was in pre med for two years also. Mm -hmm. And uh, since I've had like I was working. But I had like probably nothing to do in the afternoon, so I started cooking, and then that's where the passion for cooking started. Okay. Uh, I started competing with my dad because he he does like cooking a lot, especially on the the grill and barbecue thing, sure. the outside thing. Mm -hmm. But I started cooking inside, and I started doing not fancy stuff, just salads and pasta and stuff like that. So it's it's for me, it, it started probably started right there with the with the with the me not going to school for the semester and trying to uh, take up backpacking trip around Europe then I got back and I, I started in pre-med for two years then uh, suddenly I decided I want to change animals stuff. Mm -hmm. instead of cutting up human, humans I want to <laughs> chickens and cows and the whole thing okay so I, I moved to uh, I, I, I moved around and uh, I, I, I got a, a scholarship over uh, Mexico City in Mexico City the FM the capital right then I move over there it was this really amazing beach school. It's it's like really huge. It's a it, it doubles as a, a catering uh, company and uh, like a school. So if you're uh, if you have a scholarship over there, you become basically slave, and that's good because you need to be a slave sometimes in the culinary scene because you need it because you do you have to have a lot of practice, a lot of practice. You have to uh, chop up onions. You have to chop up tons and tons and tons of sacks of uh, whatever you can. And then, then you have to like clean. You have to clean the floors and the dishes and the restrooms and the. You have to you have to learn from the from the, just from the basics. So when you become uh, the the head chef or the head cook of any kitchen, 
you can give out directions, not orders, but it's directions on what to do and you know how to do it. So that's mm -hmm. one of the main things that I, yeah. that I So you follow the natural growth of the profession, if you will. You know, you start from the bottom, you work your way up, and then you learn on the way. Yeah, that's the thing. It's if, if Even if you get to the culinary school, because I did. I did the culinary school thing. Uh, uh, but it's not all. It's it's obviously not all. You As soon as you hit the, the real life or the real cooking life, it's it's totally different. It's it's uh, another thing. It's the hours, the the... The, the pressure, the heat, the moment, everything is it's it's totally different from the from the from the culinary school thing. Exactly. Yeah, you go from theory to practice to the real world application. And that's that's one of the main things that it's missing right now because a lot of there's a bunch of schools right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, and the, and it's great for us because we have we got a lot of ideas from different people from different people. But it's it's but if you have to learn from like you said it. Mm -hmm. It's not like I started doing like prep well I, I did prep for a long 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 line of time but i i wasn't a dishwasher as as, as, as many of the guys okay you start up but i did some dishes when i started so it's of it's, course it's, for, for me it's been amazing mm -hmm. okay so then you've seen the progression you've seen the growth now of course uh just to mention of course uh giovanni's specialty is in all things related to smoking to grilling barbecue direct bacon. indirect bacon more bacon uh and low and slow and and quick you know uh fire up you know uh, direct heat so again that's this is how you develop your 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 menu and and also you can also elaborate on it no it's 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 well it took us it took a while it took a while to to elaborate this menu and and, and it took a long time but it's only four stuff in the menu mm -hmm. only four things in the menu it's not big it's not big at all it's 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 actually i don't i don't like it big it's a food truck there's right. no point on doing like a big menu on a food truck uh, after after cooking after, after cooking school, I moved back to Tijuana. Then I did uh, restaurant consulting for seven years. When I, I I got the chance to open a lot of restaurants, like well seven eight restaurants, some are still open. Probably just one closed, and everything every other one is is it's just it's open right now and it's doing good in business. So that's good for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and this thing almost started. My food truck started uh, in May old. 2013 or so something like that the whole the uh i started building the food truck what well, me and my dad my dad and i did uh it's, it's a it's a trailer it's not a food truck it's a it's a trailer mm -hmm. we we had we i just bought a, a, a car trailer and then i started doing the whole thing yeah you adapted it sure i adapted the whole thing and, and it and it became kind of rustic the whole it it it, it, it rusted it mm -hmm. rusted the whole metal structure rusted so it it gives it a lot of personality to it mm-hmm and uh, uh, as soon as I started that, I saw the, the the trailer, I saw the food truck thing, and I became obsessed with the with the smoking and then the smoking part and the grill and the meat and the bacon and the sausages and right. the whole thing. And so I I really like sang to music, uh, but that time I was looking, I was listening to a lot of folk rock, of and, course, uh, uh, Dirty River Boys stuff like that. Right. And uh, uh, just flew me just give me a really big trip music trip to the midwestern united states and uh the only thing missing was the moonshine probably there you go that's the only thing that i was <laughs> the, missing the moonshine. yeah the still the still in the yeah, back the still, yeah that's the only thing that i was <laughs> I, I had the beard i had the, the grass coat i had the, the the whole thing i was like like really stuck to it and uh after probably like a year six months the menu came up and i started okay. with seven things first then by chance or by luck or whatever destiny or whatever you want to call it uh one of the menus fell off 
Okay. Because I had two, and one of the the menus fell off, and it and it broke, and I I didn't have the thing to respect to replace it, and the the three things that I I broke off with the menu was the only three things that I wasn't really sure about. Okay, so it was a sign. Yeah, it was a sign. It was <laughs> like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do that anymore. Right. So uh, uh, that happened the first week that I was open. So I decided if okay if. if before somebody starts liking the that menu that I'm really not sure about, I want to cut it off because it's it's broken. So I I, I I could do it like really quickly. So I just stuck through the whole the, the four things that I do right now. It's one of them is pulled pork, smoked pulled pork, slow and slow, as you said. Mm-hmm. The other ones is an old beef sausage. The other one it's a, a, a pork. It's it's half beef, half pork sausage. Okay. And the other one's a favorite one. It's a, the bacon sausage. It's an old bacon, ground up bacon made into a sausage. So you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's your biggest seller, sure. That's that's one of the biggest. The crowd sellers. favorite. It's yeah. bacon. That is. How, it's bacon. How, what is there not to like? I know it's bacon. It's a, I just love it. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. So again, uh, so you you concentrate your efforts now on on four dishes or four plates, four uh, offers, if you will. Um, any chance or any opportunity that maybe you might uh, give something else another chance, uh, something maybe an idea that might sprout, maybe have it for the weekend. I, ribs, of course. Ribs. That's okay. one of the main things. For ribs. Uh, uh, I do that for caterings. Okay. I do that for caterings. Usually, uh, when they ask me for a menu, like a different menu from Umo. Uh, I do I do throw some uh, ribs, some uh, uh, some sca- uh, 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 I forgot the name of the other one. Oh, uh, I do a lot of stuff. Pork uh, butt. Uh, tri tip. Uh, okay, tri tip, right? Pork butt. Also, mm-hmm. and the other one I forgot about it. But it's it's I try to do different stuff mm-hmm. just for the fun of it. Okay. But uh, uh but about menu uh, the menu about umo it's is I try to stick with the with the basics with the mm. just. There's no need to do a lot of things. Right. People do. People usually do ask us for for different things on the menu, but I just throw in like a you know, like a secret menu over there. It's a yeah. one that's called the Joe. It's it's a have it's a combination between the bacon and the pork. So it has like a meat frenzy thing. It has a bacon okay. sausage with pulled pork on it. Right. The, the bacon candy on top. Barbecue sauce. Right. With the cotija cheese on top. And served over ciabatta, uh, grilled ciabatta, in mesquite. So it, it's it's. Like really meaty and and the, mm-hmm. the combination between the sweet and the sour and the spiciness of the sauce, it's really good. It's yeah, it, and it's worth mentioning too that you elaborate your own sausage. I yeah. mean, this is definitely not store bought. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter where you buy it. But no, you actually elaborate it. So you go through the grinding process and the filling, etc. Yeah, all the time because it's it's. Uh, I don't I don't have a grinder. Okay. But I have my 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 butcher. Okay. So it's it's my, my, my specialty. Obviously, it's not my butcher, but it's 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 the butcher shop that I uh, always work for. Okay. Or work with, and I love the meat that it has, and it's it's some of Sonora meat and some of this uh, Mexicali meat from Mexicali. So it's the quality of the meat. It's that's the special place. That's the special spot or the special ingredient that gives our sausage that special thing. Because uh, uh, usually you see out what sausages, commercial sausages. They round up like everything that's left over. Every like they don't they don't use a special a special cut uh, special cut of meat. They use whatever they can find or the the cheapest price. Right now, my sausage is really expensive. Honestly, it's it's the meat is going up. You know, the price of the meat is is going really really big right now over here in Mexico. Uh, but I, I stick to it. I, I like what the quality that I have. I I have my own percentages of fat and the protein and the pork and the beef and the whole thing. But uh, after that, I just round it up, uh, 
combine the whole thing, spice it up. Then I, I have uh, like a 20 pound, uh, yeah, it's a 20 pound sausage stuffer. It's manual. So I use, uh, I use the, the pork casing, natural casing. Then I just stuff it. And with the, this thing with the 20 pounder, it's amazing. I had a, a when I was started, I, I had a like five pounder. Took a, like forever. Well, not forever, but it took a while. But 20 pounds, it's amazing. I can do 100 sausage probably in 20 minutes or so. And it's even less. Jeff, this is Wicho here. Hey, if you had to do it all over again, you you worked for, for I mean, when you established your restaurants, were you establishing for someone else? Or did, was that an adventure of your own? Or you were just working for someone to develop the restaurants and let them, uh, let them then just uh, roll on their own? Uh, well, it, it, you know, going farther on that question, if you did, uh, you, you you would do it all over again. This is what you want. You're satisfied with your progress, uh, your, 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 your own business. You do what you want. You call the shots. Tell me. For the good or the bad, it's it, it happened uh, in a pretty young age of mine, when I was probably like 23 or 24, that I became a, a restaurant consulting. So I never had the chance to really learn from someone like a like have a mentor or something like usually you see other chefs without the cooks i say i've been working over here in europe in mexico with this and that and this chef and about and the, the, you know the whole thing and it's honestly it's, it's amazing because I, I i would like to do it if i had the chance at the beginning probably but right now i'm pretty satisfied what i'm what i'm doing in the spot that i am because it's it's been really helpful and uh, uh when i was doing restaurant consulting i don't get the the the, the people that go out and just want to open a business and, and want to open a restaurant just to start with it with their own thing it's pretty hard and and and, and by you doing restaurant consulting i got to play with not being not not saying in a bad way but i got to play with other people's money there you and go that's what i mean it wasn't your money so it wasn't really it, wasn't you were getting really... you were getting paid to do a job yeah and I, you I were on, on someone's payroll uh, versus right now just being your own boss and you know obviously it's way harder a, yeah yeah that, that that's the point i mean it, it's really i i've had my own business forever so i know that uh and, and it's a it's a dream of every mexican you know to have your own business i mean you don't want to work for anyone. we are all so proud that we we hate taking orders i personally hated it when I was on someone's payroll and they would come to me and say, hey, you know, do this or do that or you have to do it this way or whatever. Now, uh, <laughs> once you get you get to start your own business and you get the guts to do it, then you're working 12 to 14 hours a day and say, shit, I know. what the hell did I get in myself into? Seven but, days a week. Yeah, seven, 24-7 sometimes. And then you think that that would put a, a, a little bit of a burden on your family life. First of all, you're gonna miss the weddings, yes. the you know all the all the family reunions, because you're you're just trying to get somewhere. Uh, are you uh, leveling that? Uh, okay, or, you know, you, I heard you just recently got married. I know, you're I know. beautiful. I met your wife. She's so much. gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Congratulations, by the she's way. She's worth the, the the whole thing. Uh, thank you. No, it is it is kind of hard. It is kind of hard. I, I've been with her for about. I've known her for. 13 years now and uh, been with her boyfriend girlfriend thing with about probably like eight years so at the beginning it was really hard for her especially and for me obviously because i i was doing whatever what, what i liked what i love doing cooking i work up at a sushi place 
Uh, but I never had weekends. The weekends uh, probably yeah, it take it takes a special kind of girl to really sacrifice time because you know, uh, don't no offense, but women want your money, your time, yeah. and then you know, and then something else, right? So yeah, and it's, and it's kind of hard. Your time. It's, it's, and sometimes they give up the money for the time. Yes. They don't care if you are, uh, you know, some of them say, hey, I don't want you to work so hard. I just want you to be with me. You know, I just want, yeah. hey, let's go to the movies. It no, happens. I can't. I got I to gotta, I I gotta make some sausages, right? So It still happens right now. I, I, I'm living in, there actually, you go. There like you yesterday go. probably. No, I, I'm making, I'm, I'm trying to make time for my wife. Uh, we do have mornings and nights. That's the best part. That's a highlight on my day, just getting to be with her. Uh, and see her daily but it's 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 for a cook it's always like that and especially for everyone if you're a cook because okay getting back to that if i have if i'm a cook like i don't have my own business i'm gonna do probably the same hours probably like 10 i don't know 8 10 12 hours on a kitchen that's not mine that's that's every that's making a lot of people or probably another person a lot uh richer money wise exactly the profits are not your own but you have the chance to do the same thing i'm gonna work still i'm gonna probably turning uh, 14 16 20 hours a day extra effort and i don't mind because it's my whole my own thing and and, and and if i do get nervous daily i do get nervous even if i if even like people tell me like you're doing good almost doing good i know i know i i thank god that it's doing good but daily it's a nervous thing it's because you want to sell. You want to do this. You want to. You want to. You want to have people come in, uh, taste your product, recommend your product, talk about it, and at the end, return with a lot of people, a lot of more people. And, and, exactly. And word voice, of mouth. The word of word mouth. Word of mouth is awesome, and the the social media it takes care of a lot of that. That's exactly what Baja Scene is doing. You know, we're we're trying to be uh, a community with where everybody. Is gonna be uh, checking, uh, you know, checking up what what's what's on the menu. I mean, the Telefonica Gastro Park is a, a, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best and uh, well-rounded uh, offers uh, out there. And and uh, you know, I'm I'm glad you you are doing well. Uh, you worked for a network, didn't you? I tell did. us, tell us <laughs> how did. how was that? It was eight years. It took yeah, I was there. In for about eight years, I just quit, like three months ago, May. Uh, they didn't let me go on vacations. That was my baby. Well, it was, it was sort of my honeymoon thing. So yeah, I, I said, okay, well, that's it. Yeah, but I, I worked there. I did uh, uh, this live TV show, morning TV show. So I had the cooking segment. It was live. So if I burned something, I yeah, yeah I messed up really <laughs> bad. And 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 actually happened like probably like I don't know eight ten times that the producer had to go uh, that face the camera uh, uh in another direction no no not not no. that bad but it was it was yeah i burned i don't know why i burned some cookies like really i, I don't i don't do desserts honestly <laughs> i don't i don't do baking i don't i, I do bake bread and stuff like that but with the, the dessert part with the cookies and the bread and the, 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 the uh, i don't know cakes and stuff like that i remember this time that i was i was doing some chocolate chip cookies or something like that and uh, uh, I left because I only had like eight minutes, so I had to yeah, do it like the real quick. Yeah, that's the time restriction. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's plays really a big fast. role. Yeah, and 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 it's live, so you have to do it like real quick. 
and you, by the end of the the CB, uh, the TV segment the cooking segment you have to present the the, the dish the plate and you have to like do it like really nicely and stuff like that so I, I crank up the the heat in the oven and uh, when I opened the, the oven a lot of like tons of smoke came out like <laughs> like really black smoke like everything's burning out like I just laugh and like Robert is cracking up. He's on, you've man. done it before, Robert. Just, just you, you do it. You do it all the time. No, and the chocolate chip cookies became chocolate cookies because everything so was black. It was yeah, dark exactly. black. It was. I was like, okay, there's are my chocolate cookies. There you go. Everybody was laughing, obviously, and this and, and it didn't it didn't matter because I, I I loved it. It's I, great I, for the ratings, isn't it? Yeah, when you when you fuck up on on live not? TV, it, 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 it happens, yeah. and I love it. And I don't mind. And I just have to crank it up a little bit and just laugh. Not that hard because then you'd show nervous, nervousness. Exactly. You just cr crack a little laugh. Yeah, you know, that's about it. And then you have to work it out. And then it happens. This time, other time, just my thing just flipped. Hey, uh, Chef, uh, please uh, tell me uh, or tell, tell everybody in your own words, uh, uh, particularly across the border, because... Every time uh, lately that I come to Telefonica Gastro Park, I see a couple of uh, gringos, you know, enjoying the scene. Tell tell everyone, you know, not to be afraid to come down and check out your uh, your your proposition. Your no, there's your a, there's a bunch of things right now. It's 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 thank God it's oh seven is gone, the whole island thing. Uh, right now it's it's quite safe, honestly. It's it's you don't have you don't you don't need to say it because it's it's. It's out there. It's, it's just, happening. It's happening. You think it's so. safe. People are coming a lot. They they come in. A lot of people from the U.S. come in and, and just well, we just did a show over the U.S. show. Well, two two shows. One from KPBS and the other one I don't know the network. But uh, oh, we just did a, two TV shows from Umo, and uh, they're trying to promote this. You guys are trying to promote this thing. So uh, we have a lot of buses that come in filled with uh, with. U.S. students, uh, college students, and, 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 and they come here. They come here. Excellent. And, and, and Excellent. they always come, probably by the bunch. Last time, like two weeks ago, a hundred guys came. Ah, uh, awesome. like a hundred guys, like two trucks, two buses full of guys and girls. Uh, then uh, there's a lot of tours that come and, and visit the culinary scene, the wine scene, the beer scene that it's amazing right now it's really are happening. you are you gonna be are you gonna be in the in the guadalupe valley when they open or you're not hopefully yeah I'm, I'm trying to look into it uh i'm trying to open oh I, can, I can't imagine a, a nice cab with one of your sausages I know, man i know it is gonna probably be awesome the, probably in valle i would do different stuff oh okay but, no and it's gonna be the same sausage the whole thing on dumo but uh, i'm gonna throw in different things in the well there, there you have it guys so uh, that's something that uh, robert and i are looking forward hey um what about your team dude talk about your team because you your your spot is the beast sometimes it's the busiest is, yeah, is it, it is. because you're you're right at the entrance or well you you sell great food so i i, I gotta it, give you that and it, it doesn't matter honestly what what your position is because if you see it the other way I'm right in the end because the parking lot is in the back. So yeah, you're right. that parks over right. here has to walk all the way across Teleponica to come to my place. So it's not about that. It's, 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 oh, thank God it's food. But the service, the service we do, the service, because every client then, we don't see it as a client. We see it as a friend. So I, I, I just, I, by the end of the day, probably by the end of the time you're eating, I'm going to tell you, cabron, 
and, 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 and kind of way. Sí, That's one of the things that we always say. The hell with the with, hell. With, with, with French. Yeah, yeah. You're going to say cabron to another place, people that is not your friend. But usually that's what I'm going to tell you because it's, it's, I'm going to call you because you become our friends. And, 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 and yeah. we dig, we dig. We just love that people come with us and, and, and hear us about talk about the menu because we, to every kind, to new, every new client, we always describe the, the, the menu. We, we, we give an explanation. We talk about the whole process. We show them how we do the sausages and how we cook them and how we uh, smoke them and the whole thing. So people like really dig that part that we really into the, the customers because we don't mind. I, I honestly, I can, in no bad meaning, I can bend over. I don't mind because the <laughs> they're, they're becoming friends. Excellent. Hey, without, um, you know, getting into anything else, please, uh, you know, tell us all your info, dude. Uh, you do you do catering uh, where people can uh, get a hold of you, uh, your email address, all your web, uh, Facebook information. And um, okay, the, the, the email address is in the meantime, I, we, do, we do a lot of catering. We do a lot of catering, special events, uh, birthdays and then whatever you want it's it's we don't mind it's well what we do we only only thing we have is a minimum of 50 percent 50 percent for the catering 50, okay 50 services that's the only minimum that we have but if you want to do whatever you want it's or your special menu for your special menu there's no limit there's no there's no minimum uh whatever you want but for umo especially with the sausages there's a special like a minimum 50 uh but you have our web page it's chef umo it's c-h-e-f-h-e umo uh at icloud.com that's my 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 uh, email i'm turning out a new one but this is the one that i'm using right now chef umo uh my phone number is 664-370-0821 that's a uh, local telephone so if you want to dial from the u.s it's uh 011-521-664 then the number 370-0821 so there's a special thing you can google up well good well there you have it uh we've been having a excellent chat very informative here with uh giovanni and again uh his specialty uh, and it, all things smoked and grilled and low and slow cooked so again uh we uh we ask you guys to give it a try again this place uh telefonica gastro park is the one that concentrates all the uh, current efforts of all these uh, young forward-thinking entrepreneurs chefs cooks whatever you want to call them but uh they're definitely involved in the uh, the culinary movement of tijuana so again uh again we uh will definitely be keep on trying uh, your different dishes as, mm -hmm. as you come along you know by all means and again from one enthusiast to the other regarding smoking and grilling high five to you my friend thanks all man thank you thank you well, Chef, thank you very much. Hey, for those of you that missed, uh, uh, Telefonica Castro Park is uh, between 11th and Boulevard Agua Caliente on Ocampo. Uh, there's a brewery that's opening up right across the way. So, so please come down, check it out. You won't regret it. Uh, see you next time. Bacon. Bacon. <laughs>